This is the Best Boys Podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. Hello, Monica. It's Friday night. No, it's not. It's literally I'm thinking Wednesday. That we just might run away. It's Wednesday. We're 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 here. We're I in. have to admit that Monica and I are under the influence this evening. Just a little bit, not even a lot. No, but like enough. Enough to make uh make this interesting because this we've already talked about this movie. We'll talk about it in a second. Yeah, but I, I, I am going to give this um I'm gonna say that this is akin to the Sandra Bullock episode of yesteryear. Um, prior to which we took several tequila shots. I would say, yeah, I feel like that's correct and also justified and also correct. Yeah, we should do Sandra again. Man, I love Sandra so much. She's the best. You know what's so funny is that The Blind Side was playing on a plane recently and I watched it. Uh Well, I didn't watch all of it. I watched like some of it just to like remind myself what it, it, how insane this movie was. This movie... I don't think that people understood how like insane this movie was when it came out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it the, the the idea of being a white savior. I mean, it was around. Yeah, but it wasn't talked about. No, you guys have to remember this was pre TikTok. This was <laughs> this was pre- <laughs> not TikTok being the one and only place for anti racism. I can't. This was also pre people using Instagram stories. It might've been pre Instagram stories. That's so true. So we didn't have everyone's waking thought, Monica. Can you remember a time? I can't. I can. I can because I didn't really know about racism. I'm actually living it now. (laughs) The lack of thought constantly. You are because you're not really active on social. I'm really not. And honestly, it's been the most rewarding experience not to be like that bitch you know like those people that are like oh my god like when i got off the grid everything just got so much better do you know how the world got brighter i crave that the sky got bluer yeah everything just sparkled yeah and you would be like the sky would be bluer to me if i was not ill all the time yeah also like i like that whenever because you know i still I still have a phone addiction. I feel like everyone's addicted to their phone now. Absolutely. So I still have like a phone addiction, but right. every time I get like jittery, I just go through my inbox instead. Okay. And so it's like a much more productive, right? like, you know, I get it. instead of like scrolling yeah. or whatever. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I still have it active because if I need to like go look at something, yeah, I will. Do you want to know what Monica doesn't look at though? The things I DM her on Instagram. Yeah, that's actually extremely true. But then it's like a nice little gift for her every several months. She gets to go unwrap <laughs> the crazy shit. I know. I and and that's when my life just gets a little bit better. Yeah. That's you're when. You're welcome. Thank you. I was going to say you're welcome back, but there's nothing for me to you're welcome. No. No. You're. I'm not grateful. You are. That's very true. Also, I noticed <laughs> that you're wearing eyeliner today. Yeah, I often wear eyeliner. It just reminds me of Julia Fox. <laughs> I don't always tight line though. Uncut-tops. So things are looking a little darker. They are. Than usual. Well, that's what I, that, I guess that's what I'm reacting to. Yeah. Uncut chops. Uncut chops. <laughs> I'm Julia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I look just like her. You look just like her. <laughs> oh my Have God. Have you ever it, seen Julia Fox? I if haven't. If you're not following her on like TikTok or Instagram or like whatever. Uh-huh. Please do because she posts the funniest she's fucking, fucking videos. She's fucking hysterical. She's so hysterical. Anyone who takes her like 
persona seriously is stupid like she's clearly trying to do something and then when she's not she's like i'm just trying to make money like yeah she's so problem she's so transparent about her intentions i just love her she's like well when i was a dominatrix like i was uh, did i say that i was doing all of that like i knew what i was doing no but like i'm trying to get my bag and i was like (laughs) okay julia fox and you were like vibes vibes (laughs) vibes <laughs> and she's like a mom and she has her son is it a son it's a son it's a daughter it's a it's son it's a son it's a son it's a son she's yeah. like with her son and she's like well yeah you gotta like you gotta be there for your kid and i'm like, she like yeah 40 now i don't know how old is she we need to fact check this Aaron, find out i just know that she's doing way better than kanye west people who like came at her for dating him and was and they were like you're just doing it for the clout look at her now bitch she was like yeah she was i was <laughs> She's 32. Oh. Why did I think she was 40? Because she gives the vibes of like a seasoned person. Yeah. She, oh, I think I actually thought that she was still in her 20s. And then I was surprised to find out she was in her 30s. Oh, no. I, I she kind well, of, she okay. Like but 30s. like in Uncut Gems, I was like, oh, you're 26. You're 26. Oh, yeah. In Uncut but Gems, then I was like, she, no, no shade, girl, no shame. Uh, She lost a lot of weight and it made her look a little older. So I yeah, think, you yeah. know what? People don't realize that when you lose weight, you lose it in your face. And it's yeah. like the, I know people like want to look snatched but you there's like a gaunt yeah there's a point where you look a little bit like a skull yeah <laughs> and your when skull you really starts to shine yeah and when your skull shines you look older yeah shiny <laughs> like the skull in my head <laughs> shiny <laughs> like julia fox after she lost all that weight <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we're gonna go gold platinum even <laughs> platinum and we'll be right back Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the show. Okay, you guys. So it's Christmas time. Christmas um, time is here. Keep going. Happiness and cheer. Okay, anyway, now that we've been sued um (laughs) so obviously we're doing a month of christmas because you know us um and monica texted me she was like i have a great idea it's gonna be impish christmas and then she laid out all the films and i was like incredible (laughs) idea we did that last year lol (laughs) but guess what we're doing it again but with different movies so it's okay also last year felt like four years ago because of the pandemic so excuse me agreed i would say last christmas didn't really feel like christmas last christmas i gave you my heart okay rapid fire what's your favorite christmas song Uh, my favorite christmas song yeah marshmallow world (laughs) 
It's, it's a, a marshmallow, marshmallow world in the winter. I like the line where he's like, take a walk with a beautiful girl. It's a whipped cream day in winter. It's a marshmallow world. Oh my God. My favorite is my favorite is Baloo Christmas. Do you like the Elvis version? Yeah, specifically. Not. It's not even that like, I like it like, oh, I love this song. It's that it makes me laugh. It's like, I also am a big Santa baby fan. What's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite? Like religious Christmas song? Oh, Holy Night. Okay. That's for fucking. It slaps. When you hear the pop divas go for it. It's crazy. Fall on your knees. It's crazy. Um, I'm a big fan of Do You Hear What I Hear? Do you hear what I hear? A star, a star. I do not know those. I don't I know it's the dancing, dancing, dancing in the, night. In the wind. Night with its tail as big as a kite. <laughs> with its tail as big <laughs> as a kite. Wow, that was a whole like. I, You're maybe welcome. We that was done, a medley. Maybe we should have done acapella. What was the acapella uh, club at your school? We didn't have one. You did have one. No, we did at USC. You did. Oh, at USC. I well, think yeah. High school. For they don't reason. have acapella groups. We had in high like school. eight different acapella groups at USC, but the the big ones were the Troy Tones. The Troy Tones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what were the other? What was the other one called? Oh my God! It's really gonna bother me if I can't remember it. No. Hold on. The Troy Tones and. Okay, so the two best ones were the all male and the all female. Oh one. wow! The co-ed ones were good, but not as good. Well, probably because it was all the people who couldn't get into the other ones, so they just well, mixed yeah. them. Yeah, the, the Troy Tones was like one of the best. Okay, and then um, the lady one was also one of the best. And of course, your internet is not loading. Yes, it is. Let me. I, when I looked up Julia Fox's outfit, it loaded. <laughs> the sirens. The sirens. Duh. Yeah, the sirens. My friend Shannon was in the sirens, and they were incredible. I love that. Yeah. I bet you they just did a bunch of Mariah Carey covers. They did a lot of Ariana Grande. Oh my God, no. Yeah. But it was but, really good. And yeah. then they would do medleys and shit. Yeah. I do love an acapella medley. I really wanted to join acapella in college, but I, as you know, can't sing in front of strangers. You can't. You, you're like petrified of it. Literally petrified. Um, and I can't sing in front of ev- anybody unless it's like in a show. It's very true. You're very committed. Yeah. Unless it's, if it's in a show, I'm, I'm there. You have to. Like, because you. you have to. Because I have to. Even an audition, 50-50 chance. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. You were very nervous. I know. You were very nervous. I know. You got over it. Anyway, back to the episode, which is the relevant part. <laughs> That's actually very true. Is, um, uh, okay, okay, okay. So first we're doing... Monica, tell us what movie we're doing. Do you hear what I That's not hear? the film we're doing. I know. I was giving it an introduction. Okay, I understand. Do you hear what <laughs> I hear? Hooves on the roof. Watch out. It's Krampus. It's Krampus. <laughs> yeah, so we're doing Krampus again. Hold your horses. I think it's because we have to do it every year. Hold your horses, okay? I, don't, do not turn this off yet. Don't do I Come see on. you. I literally see your finger about to <laughs> hit the stop button. Stop. Yeah. Uh, have you have you stopped? They've stopped. Okay. So 
we're doing it again. Yes, I'm aware. But every single time we have something new to say about it's it. It's one of those movies you watch and you just discover something new. Something funky fresh. Something that just like hits different. Um, yes, except in this case, it's like gingerbread men and snowmen yeah. and elves that are hitting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Monica, do you want to tell us about Krampus? I would love to. Okay. Krampus came out in 2015, written by Todd Casey, Michael Doherty, and Zach Shields. Directed by Michael Doherty. <laughs> Michael Dorder. Dordery. My Dorder Indy Wordy. My Dorder Krampus. My Doody. <laughs> Uh, based on the tale Krampus from Austro-Bavarian folklore. Yeah. So a uh, folk tale from Tidings High. It's from yesteryear. When his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max, played by MJ Anthony, gets disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Meanwhile, this lack of festive spirit unleashes the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight for one another if they hope to survive. What a riveting tale. It's honestly of survival. a rush. One of my favorite parts of this movie is the opening. It opens on... Uh, we see like a bunch of people shopping for their holiday gifts. Yeah, it's a really good opening. And it's so fucking funny because it's completely slowed down. And I think it's to the tune of it's beginning to look a lot like mm -hmm. Christmas. And it just gives off the most unsettling vibes. Yeah. Uh, it really just pulls you into the world of the film, which is like, anarchy yeah it's just complete anarchy the vibe is supposed to be um christmas is beautiful but also fucking sucks yeah but also like our greed and like yeah issues with each other have caused this holiday to become bad yeah exactly and not about the little jesus in the manger right with right. the three magic kings and the mother and and the carpenter is that not who Jesus's father was? Was he not a Joseph? carpenter? I don't know. If you Joseph know what's really carpenter. funny? Joseph ain't his dad. No. <laughs> he, if He's Joseph, just supposed to accept it. If Joseph went on the Maury show, he would not be the father. Do and you he would remember be doing that dance. who played Joseph in the Nativity movie? Who? Guess. Who? Guess. Oscar Isaac. Yeah. He's Isn't so that good. Nuts. Who He's played crazy. Mary? What's she up to? I don't know. I feel like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I would fucking pay a million dollars to see a version of the nativity <laughs> with Joseph <laughs> as young Oscar Isaac and Mary played by current Sarah Jessica Parker. That's what I want to see. It's perfect. It's Hollywood, perfect. hit us up. Oh, make it happen. Make it happen. The kids <laughs> want it. The kids want it. The kids are. It's just us too. It's just insane that pe that they can like now retroactively age people. Yeah, but it freaks me out. Like that's what I didn't like about the Irishman because right. it looked cool, but then you would see like a, they stupidly, or maybe they didn't did it poorly, but didn't hire stunt doubles for. <laughs> for oh, no. Robert De Niro for literally everybody. And so they would have flashbacks or like, you know, of them getting into fist fights or running or something. And it's an, a young face on an 
a fucking almost 80 year old in a fight and you're like this is not consistent with how aging is oh my god i feel like that wasn't on purpose i feel like they just didn't take that into account yeah which like okay when you're making a movie there's millions of dollars at stake there's like thousands of people's jobs at stake or whatever why do you not like cross all of your this, t's and dot dot all of your eyes? This is my feeling. Do you remember the whole ordeal with Clint Eastwood, um, with American Sniper, yep. with the fucking baby? And they were like, "Well, the first baby and the second baby were sick, and we didn't have anything else we could do, so we just used a doll." And I was like, "You didn't bother to get a doll that looked real, and so now your movie looks fucking stupid." It does, and it's a Clint Eastwood movie. It happens on TV shows a lot more. Although yeah. I will say like <clears throat> now that TV shows are being shot like films, they have no excuse. Yeah. They have facts. no excuse. They also have so much money. Oh my God. Do you remember the game of Thrones, like Starbucks cup? Yes. Oh my God. That made it. Like into who the forgot? Final. Do you know how many people had to watch that footage and miss that cup? for it to make it we were just fucking watching Grey's anatomy and they're blatantly like they're in front of mocha in yes. downtown los angeles with a giant sign that says mocha and no one thought to like edit that out because they're supposed to be in seattle what is this blatant disregard for listen like, all i'm saying continuity. is that everyone in hollywood needs to be fired and we're gonna take over we're taking over hundreds of jobs by ourselves hundreds clearly hundreds the next we just, recession our fault we just won't sleep (laughs) we just won't sleep (laughs) how how long downfall of employment in the country it'll be us all about us we were the ones who did it it was us (laughs) orificer just kidding save your money people don't trust banks (laughs) and that was that on that (laughs) <laughs> i feel like nick from new girl was really on to something he, listen he's crazy but he's also right he's also so right he also like studied to be a lawyer he like went to college yeah. and then applied to go to law school he's a smart got man he's just in, a kook got into law school yeah and then almost finished it yeah Facts. like he passed I like know. he was passing his classes enough to all like make it to the almost end i know it's such a power move that he quit facts it really is <laughs> and okay. then he began he, he he became an author he did for a <gasps> for a cajun detective is that is he cajun yeah i don't remember he's that. from louisiana okay right i don't know because it's like let's talk about krampus krampus <laughs> Another reason this movie slaps. <clears throat> Guess who the leading lady in it is? <laughs> Obviously, it's Tony fucking Collette. Obviously, it's Tony Collette. If you guys haven't listened to our Hereditary episode, yeah. I mean, she's stunning in that she's film. She's fantastic, especially when she spider crawls across the ceiling. Oh, so good. <laughs> so talented. <laughs> didn't know she could do that. <laughs> I didn't know you could defy the laws of gravity, Tony. Oh, physics? That was beautiful. Physics? I bet she puts that on a resume under special skills. Physics? <laughs> Can crawl on walls. If needed. <laughs> As needed. <laughs> Must give 24-hour notice. <laughs> Duties as a sign. <laughs> I can't. Okay, yeah. So Tony Collette's in this movie, naturally playing uptight mom. Mom who's like, 
fuck Christmas. You guys all ruin it. And yet we, it has to be perfect. So she's like the Martha Stewart type. She gets her home like to a tea, like ready, ready, Freddy spaghetti. She has like her whole dining room set up. She has a long, an entire beautifully wallpapered wall. She has like an entire row of pictures of her family at Christmas time with Santa. She's like excited to like show it off. But at the yes. same time is so angry that her family is coming. Yes. But at the same time wants them to be there. It's extremely family where you're yeah, like, it's very family. I love you, but I hate you, but I hate you. And I also don't want to be near you, but also come to my house and look at my stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It's very insane. Um, <clears throat> another thing about this movie that I love is the child MJ. Anthony is also the child from chef, which is why we love him. He's literally one of the best child actors I've ever Isn't seen in my he life. Isn't he also the little kid who played Pedro and It's Complicated? I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm almost positive. I mean, he's been on some sick movies. Chef, It's Complicated, Krampus, career over. Honestly. Oscar, honorary. He was also in the kid in Bad Moms. Uh, Not that that's... Well, <laughs> Bad Moms. But yes, he was the kid in It's Complicated. Thank you, thank you, Pedro. <laughs> Jake, why are you showering with your clothes on? (laughs) Wait, that was so good. Did I sound like him? You sounded exactly like him. (laughs) You should get a job as a voice actor. A voice actor. An actor who is voice. Evan, you should employ me at your jobs. Okay. Okay. Next up on Krampus. (laughs) Next on Krampus. (laughs) What if Krampus was just like a crime show or like a reality show or like. Stop right there. The idea is too good. Do not let the public hear it. Oh, you're right. Public, ignore what I just said. You don't know the details, so you can't pitch it. You can't hours. Pitch it. It's hours to pitch. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want, I want a mini series about Krampus being. No, okay, not a mini series. I want a series a la. Bob's Burgers a la Bojack where it's Krampus and he is a retired detective in a small town in the (laughs) North Pole and he is an alcoholic naturally but he's just like trying to do good for the community but everyone is like fucking hates him like Krampus you know what I mean yeah because he's Krampus and he's like listen guys I did that once I went on a bender (laughs) one time I put those kids in those bags (laughs) And hung them from trees. And I understand that that was the wrong thing to do at the time. But I'm here now. He, he busted out his like notes app apology. <laughs> he posted a screenshot on Instagram. I'm learning. I'm listening. I'm listening and learning. And also listening. And I'm going to be taking some time to learn and listen. And then while I'm learning and listening, I'm also thinking. Thank you. And also I'm reflecting. <laughs> As I recover exactly. from this illness that is racism. It's an illness in all of us. <laughs> Childrenism, the kidnapping of children. Yeah. It's, it's an in all of us. Anyway, that's my pitch. Uh, take it's a very it. good pitch. I think in this movie, though, Krampus is nothing like this detective. No, Krampus is quite scary in this film. He's a puppet. Say. He's scary. He's super scary. He's quite scary. I'm going to... You know what? Because the beginning of the movie is like a little boring IMO. I'm going to, I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip to where the action starts, Monica. How do you feel about that? I agree. Especially because we did talk a lot about the family dynamics last time. Yes. I think this movie really, like, I really think, (laughs) hear me out. The catalyst 
in this movie. I'm scared. Is when the fat child eats the cookie. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Bro. But isn't that true? Also, I love that they were like, <laughs> you know, he's going to eat the cookie. I know. The fat kid. But hey, hear me out. Hear me out. The gingerbread cookie doesn't even look like a gingerbread cookie. No, it looks like it's a little doll. Animated, and I can guarantee you it was a green thing on a hook. <laughs> a green thing on a hook. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this fat kid is just like, cookie coming out of the fireplace? for me it's it's very augustus gloop it really is it's very it's giving augustus, augustus. it's giving <laughs> gloop it's giving gloop <laughs> oh my god oh the gloop of it all oh just for the gloop of it no seriously they it doesn't look like a cookie at all it looks like a doll yeah he goes up to it he eats it and then he gets fucking sucked up yeah and then they're like holy fucking shit and they try and pull him down it doesn't work he gets pulled away goodbye forever it's true bye 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 and we'll be right back now back to the show and then i think when they get to the attic that's when shit really gets spicy the attic scene i think is I think that's where it all happens, you know? In the attic scene? Yeah, if you're not in the attic, where are you? It's so true. You know? I was never led into the attic. (laughs) I didn't know what went on up there. (laughs) Because we've got, okay, so when they go up into the attic, this, should we explain how this movie works? I don't know. Yeah, explain. Okay, so basically, the family is fighting and there's a German grandmother and she's like, Mm, you better believe in santa claus yes and by the way she has a whole story that goes like like that's like stop motion animation Yeah, she has a whole backstory but it's like not stop motion it's that animation that looks like stop motion but isn't you know that movie flushed away yeah it's that same style animation Uh, okay anyway so there's this grandmother she has this whole vaguely stop motion animated backstory about how Krampus took her parents when yeah. she was a young German child. Took her, ransacked her village, killed yes. everyone in the village except and took for her. her parents. Yeah, and killed everyone except for her. Exactly, and left her a little bell that said Krampus on it. It said something. It's like Strauss von Krampus or something. something. I don't know. Strauss. So anyway. Levi Strauss von Krampus. <laughs> so cut to modern day. She's with this whole family, her family, who they all understand German miraculously and yeah except not the not the not the trailer people no not the people from the trailer but like the the grandkids they understand it yeah they don't respond to her in german but she speaks to them in german and they're just like well isn't it kind of disrespectful i don't fucking know dude maybe they're like those kids who understand it but can't speak it oh okay that makes sense you know and it's easier for her to speak german whatever anyway so she's like you guys need to be more grateful and believe in santa claus otherwise there's bad shit's gonna happen like shit's gonna hit the fan for you and then lo and behold bad shit does happen and krampus comes to the neighborhood and he drops off a bag of gifts in their front yard and they bring it inside and that is when all hell breaks loose because the gifts inside come to life and they're actually demonic and um kill a a lot a lot of people yeah things i have to give props i really have to give props to like all of the mask makers and like the costume designers because all of the masks in this movie are fucking terrifying krampus is practical he's not cgi he's cool he is a cool looking little puppet guy (laughs) 
He is. The only uncool thing about the Krampus puppet is at the end when he confronts the grandmother in the house and he stares into her face and then they do the side shot and then his little tongue comes out. There's multiple tongues in this movie and I don't like it. I'm not a fan. His little tongue comes out and like wiggles in the grandma's face and then he brings it back in and then we're supposed to be afraid of that. And I was like, now I just... Now I just think you're doing it for the wrong reason. Now reasons. you're just a fucking clown, Krampus. <laughs> you're just a clown. <laughs> you're just a fucking clown. I love the audacity of this movie. Yeah. It's very audacious. I think that it it's it's not necessarily campy. I think that it's it's just like a popcorn film. Yeah, it's just silly. Yeah. Frankly, I don't think that like Well I, done for what it is. You can go the rest of your life without watching this movie. Would I advise you to? No. No. I think you should absolutely watch watch Krampus. Yeah. I think that the funniest thing about Krampus is the fact that like, we're all supposed to believe that these are all incredibly terrifying creatures. And yes, they are. Again, half of them are just like little guys in masks. Listen, they made these toys about as terrifying as you can because like, okay, so when they get into the attic, they're going up there because they think they hear the voice of the daughter who has gone missing. Yeah. She went missing because she got eaten by a Jack in the box naturally. Not the fast food. The no, toy. Like a literal toy, Jack. In the like box. The she got eaten by one. Inbox, <clears throat> Jack, eat. Yes, exactly. So they're in the attic and they're like, oh my God, she's in here. But just kidding. It's actually just the Jack in the boxes in there. And because he has ingested humans, he's grown to um, enormous sizes and he opens his mouth and he just has like 12 rows. 11,000. And his teeth. face splits open like he's a demogorgon. But and it's, it's like just, a puppet. But it's a, it's, but it's, amazing and so he's there and then meanwhile downstairs we've got the uncle aka the uncle from hannah montana and he is down (laughs) that's so true dave keckner aka uncle earl uncle earl (laughs) he's downstairs fighting you guessed it gingerbread men in the kitchen they're shooting a nail gun at him and nailing him to the fridge and he's like fuck you gingerbread man and shooting them with a rifle this is actually happening and then they all start talking to him and they're like fuck you and it's very funny (laughs) it's actually fucking hilarious (laughs) it all really comes to a head when the earth splits open yeah and hell is there i would agree with that that's at the very end yeah when everyone has already been killed like killed off in various listen i will say the ending actually gets very emotional when they decide to make the to be brave (laughs) after the elves come which is announced by the grandma them all hearing a noise and the grandmother going (laughs) (laughs) and then a bunch of elves break through the walls of the house and kidnap the aunt and like pull her away in chains it's great it's great fun (laughs) so they all decide that like if we can make it to the snow plow which is like a couple blocks away we can snow plow to the mall and hide out there and maybe find other people maybe not gonna happen though because krampus has definitely eaten them he's definitely like completely and like totally obliterated the town yes exactly and so at the very end, it gets super, it gets legit emotional because the parents, they, they all start sacrificing themselves for so the, that the kids. kids can keep going. And eventually the only kid left is MJ Anthony, obviously, because he's the only one left who believes in Santa Claus. And <laughs> Santa Claus, Santa Claus, get down, down. 
down my chimney now. Oh my God. <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember. <laughs> anyway, okay, so he makes it and then he stumbles upon Krampus doing like a ceremony. Like a satanic ritual or yeah, something. like a ritual or something. All the elves are jumping around. There's fire. They're like at like campground, like yeah, ground zero. Is that when the earth splits? Yes, and then that's when the entire earth splits, cracks yeah. open, and then we are we as an audience are staring down into this abyss that is hell. Yeah, and everyone's getting swallowed up by the earth. Yeah, and MJ's character is like, stop, <laughs> not today <laughs> not my family i love them i love them and i love christmas <laughs> and his heart grew three sizes that day literally and he <laughs> tells krampus he's like stop what you're doing i take it back i take it all back i i didn't mean it like i didn't mean yeah. to to rip up my fucking letter and not believe in santa right i i didn't mean to be a bad boy and like my i didn't mean that my family was all like selfish and weird and greedy mm-hmm. uh i take it back and krampus is literally like lol no bitch you thought that's literally not how it works yeah yeah, but he thinks that's how it works yeah and so he pushes the boy into the earth and the boy's like (laughs) and he lands in his bed waking up the the quote-unquote the next morning aka christmas morning yeah and everything is back to normal why because he wishes for krampus to make Christmas like it used to be. Yeah. Way back when they weren't fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. And lo and be fucking hold, he's in his living room opening presents under the tree. Yeah. But guess what, bitches? They're stuck in a snow globe. <laughs> yeah, they're stuck in a motherfucking snow globe. It zooms out. Krampus has all these little snow globes in his house, adding to his collection, naturally. We're supposed to assume that they're stuck in there forever. Yeah, yeah. And what's the I would say the creepiest part about it isn't even that they're stuck in there together. It's that when the kid comes down the stairs and he sits on the couch and he looks around, he starts realizing that it's kind of weird. And then he like looks at his parents and they also definitely know it's kind of weird. And everyone knows that like something is up. And that's the I would say the eeriest part of it all. That is the eeriest because once it's it's when they see the bell that yeah. he had left behind, his present. They all remember. Because yeah. I don't think any of them really remembered, remembered. Right, right, right. Or they probably thought it was a bad dream until they saw that bell. Yeah. And I think their blood ran cold. And, and then, then the like, movie ends. Fuck. Yeah. And but the movie ends. it's just, it is frankly just such a delightful film. Yeah. I think that there are so few like horror Christmas films that like really get it right without being too gory. Yeah, and agreed. Krampus is definitely one of them. We're excited because another one of our upcoming films is another like horror action packed yeah, Christmas, uh, Christmas movie. So I'm excited to continue the the team. Me too. Um, yeah. I guess that's. I guess that's it. I guess that's compost. Yeah. Thank you guys for sitting with us through all of our our yokes. Our yodels, yokes, and yodels. <laughs> that's what you pay for. And now, the bestest of boys. The best boys. Do you want to say them or should I say them? I'll go ahead. Okay. Our best boy electric, Adrian Hebron. Best boy grip, Maurice Kapua. Rigging, 
best boy, Benjamin Vere Jones. Congratulations, all three best boys. You are the best. You're boys. the best. You're the best of the boys. Good job, guys. Just kidding. Krampus is the best of them all. Yeah. He, he would be upset if we. I still have my Krampus tree topper. I know. Are you going to put it on top of your Christmas tree? Yeah, I am. Maybe tonight. Who knows? What is when? Uh, what is your favorite Christmas decoration besides the Krampus? Oh, I have that garland. That's all of Santa's clothes hung up like it's a clothes line. Yes. I love that That's one. That's a good one. Thank I like you. that one a lot. Thank you. I also like all your stockings. Oh, all my, <laughs> you made my two favorite ones. Monica, so when I first moved into my old apartment, like four or five years ago. Because she used to live on this other apartment that was literally on Los Feliz Boulevard. Yeah. No, other, it was my, the one I moved out of just now. No, I know, but you I had my but I'm saying party. you moved from oh, that yeah. one into that one. She used to live on this like dangerous, <laughs> this like literally dangerous <laughs> to get to apartment building. <laughs> like you risked your life to visit her. Monica's being dramatic. No, I'm I'm being really, really serious. Okay. You would risk your fucking life to So sure. then when she moved, I was like, Oh, exciting. This is a uh-huh. Christmas miracle. Yeah. And then I had a Christmas party the first year. We had no furniture except for two couches. It was very fun. Um, and we had everyone decorate stockings and Monica made Monica made two for, for me to keep. One of them is a Krampus one and it has a glitter glue Krampus on it <laughs> with part of the toe ripped off no. to make it look like he chewed through the stocking. <laughs> Literally. And then she made another stocking with all of the cuss words from that um, from Bill Nye in Love Actually. Yeah. It's like wank bugger so, something. Wank bugger something head and hole. Off head and hole. Yeah. God, it's so fucking funny. But so, I've got that on another stocking. Yeah. Both will be hung. Oh, incredible. Because that's like my, ma- like that's my piece de resistance. Yeah, yeah. Great It's my masterpiece. Masterpiece. He says something like, ass shit has, say it. Bugger shitting off head and hole. <laughs> head and hole. <laughs> <laughs> Love Actually, I know that you hate it. I don't hate it. I thought you did hate it. No, I really like Love Actually. I think it's, listen, I had beef with a girl who worked with me at Anthropology who that was her favorite movie of all time. No way. And I said, really? That's your favorite movie of all time? There's like no other better movie. Her favorite Shakespeare play was also, or her favorite play period was Romeo and Juliet. And she's the possibly the biggest taylor swift fan you've ever met romeo save me none of these facts are surprising when you put them all together what what was her name i'm not gonna say (laughs) okay i almost got you (laughs) i almost exposed you (laughs) but anyway krampus krampus that was krampus that was krampus um what are we doing next week i don't know we'll figure it out that's not true we know we're just not gonna say it oh yeah if you don't like spoilers, look at the look at the uh, show notes. Yeah, exactly. Do that. <gasps> All right, Monica, you're the best. You're the best, Jessica. Merry Christmas. Merry Krampo. What? Oh. Happy birthday, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> wow, you guys. Wait, we let's just take got, it again. Let's take it again. No, let's we have to keep this in. We just Listen, got the guys, most insane I can't be blamed. I can't be blamed. You requested that, and then your <laughs> wife gave me drugs, and then I forgot. We, wait, you guys, we got the most insane death glare from this half Jewish man, Aaron, about his birthday. Aaron's birthday is tomorrow, aka today when this comes out. Yeah. So happy Let's birthday. Let's sing him happy birthday, Monica. Uno, dos, tres. 
Happy birthday to you. That sounds horrible. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear Aaron. Happy birthday to you. And many more. You're the best, Aaron. Wait. <laughs> what did... Do you did you ever sing this in elementary school when Happy birthday? Happy Many birthday, times. but no no <laughs> I wanna fucking name you. Okay, what what's your real question? That song. Like uh and something about Scooby Doo. You yeah. remember? And and something on channel four and Scooby Doo on channel, channel two. two and a big fat lady on channel eighty. Why was there a big fat Spider Man on Channel 10? Something like that. I don't know why. Why would we do that? I don't know. Can we end the episode? Let's end it. Good night. (laughs) Good night. You're the best, Aaron. You're the best, Aaron. Thanks.